Today is the Samach Aleph. We left off 13 lines from the bottom on Samach Ahmed Reis. We're continuing the Sugi of H. Zakta Gemara. Vayisave David. The Pasuk says, when David was fighting with the Plishtim, it says, David had a craving. Vayamar. And he said, Who's going to give me water from the well by Beislechem? And then it says, Three mighty men, they broke into the camp of the Plishtim, the enemy. And they drew water. The Gaimer. The Pasuk finishes off. They brought that water back to David, but David didn't want to drink it. He poured it down for the sake of Hashem. Now, the, the, the Mepharshim explained that the Gemara understands that it can't be understood kibshutai, because why would he need to go to Beis Lechem for water? He didn't have water where he was. Also, when they brought it back, he says he didn't want to drink it. What's Pshat there? So, therefore, the Gemara understands that it means something entirely different. That really, David Amalek was sending a shayla to the Sanhedrin. When it says, Miyashkeni Mayim, Mibar Beis Lechem, Asher Bashar, the Shar is referring to Sanhedrin, like in the phrase, Zikne Shar. So, my Kamibayle, what was the shayla that he was sending to the Sanhedrin? So, we have three Mahalchim. Amrav, Amr Nachman, Tamam Beish Kamibayle. His clear was by Tamam Beish, Ikra. Meaning there was a Maisa that came to David that there were men in his army that burned down the Gaddish, the pile of grain of Yisrael, and he wanted to know the halacha. Are they chayv to pay also for the things, the kalim that were hidden inside of it? Like she deserved Yudah, are they pata like the Rabbanan? Upashle, my the and what the answer was, whatever the answer was. Revuna Amar, the second Mahalach is Gedishim de Sa'irim de Yisrael Havu. The case is, is there were piles of barley that belonged to Yidin. The reason why you pick barley, because it's based on Psukim, as we'll see. And the enemy, the Pushtim, they were hiding in those stacks. The Kamibayalei, and the Shiloh was could David's army now burn those stacks and save themselves by now causing a loss by burning down the stacks that belong to other people. Now, Tysus points out that the Shiloh was only do they have to reimburse the owners. Avada, you're allowed to burn down the stacks because it's Pikuach Nefesh. And since it's not one of the Gimel Averis Chamuris, so nothing stands in front of Pikuach Nefesh other than those Gimel Averis. So for sure you're allowed to save yourself. His question was is that do I have to reimburse the owners or not? And Shokhala, they sent back which the Russian sounds like you're not allowed to. The Rush explains that what it means is it's forbidden to be matzah yourself with the intent of not paying back, whether you do have to pay back. But in Hanam is up the Russian, he agrees with Tysus. Of course, to save yourself, that would be mutter. That was never the Shaila. but you, you're the king. The Malach is allowed to break through a fence of somebody else and make as big of a road for him and his entire entourage as much as he wants, and nobody could stop it. So therefore they told him, but you the king could do what you want. The third Mahalak, there were piles of barley that belonged to Yidin, there were other piles of lentils that belonged to the Plishtim. And again, the Adashim and the Sarim are based on Psukim. And the Shaila the David sent to the Sanhedrin was, Could, in, without asking Rishos, I'll go to the piles of barley that belong to Yidin and take it without asking them to feed the animals here in the army. On the condition that I'll repay, I'll swap it with the piles of lentils from the Plishtim. There's a discussion in Rishonim. Did he already have that in hand or he didn't even have it yet? That's a discussion. So Shokhalei, they sent him back to Pasig and Yecheskel. Chavol Yosh. Russia, the wicked person returns a pledge, Gzela Yishalim repays for his theft. So they darshan, Achopisha Gzela Mishalim, although he's repaying his debt, which he stole, Russia, he's still called a Russian, you're not, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to take against somebody's will just with the intention of paying it back. Avalata, but he said, but you, you're different. Melachat, you're the king of Melach, he's allowed to break the defense to create a way for him and his entire group. No one could stop him. 
So those are the three mahalachim. The first mahalach was the Shiloh was Taman Be'ish. The second was is Ma'ulahatul Asim the moment Shachaveri through burning the Gaddish of the Israelim that had the Plishtim hiding in it. And the third one was could he then take could he take the Gaddish of the Israel for his behemoths and then swap it with the Gaddish of the Plishtim? So Zakhtimar, Bishlam Wanda Amar, according to the last one, number three, did he want to swap it and repay with the food of the Plishtim? So Hanid Chsiv one pasik when it records this episode in Shmuel, it says, Vatihisham Falkas Asad Malaya Adoshim, referring to the piles of the Plishtim, Uksiv Khatkro in Divrihayama, when it records the same episode, it says, So that's the Adashim and the Sarim. The Sarim was the Israel that he's going to feed his animals. The second Mandam who says that he wanted to burn the stacks to save himself, so my boy, what are the two of Adashim and Sarim? Not only of the barley, but there were also piles of lentils that belonged to you. And there as well, the they were hiding there. In addition to the barley piles, there was also the lentil piles. That's where there's two. The second Mandam it says that he wanted to burn the stacks that had the Plishtim hiding in it. He stood in the middle and he saved it. Because soon, on the next block, the Gemara is going to tell us that when the Pasuk says, didn't want to drink it. What that means is he didn't want to exercise that option he has as a king. He wanted to fear like a, like a regular person and, and, he, and, he was, and he was Mahman himself. And therefore, he didn't burn those Gedishim that had the Plishtim hiding in it. So that's Vayatzila. He saved it from being burned. They just want to swap what does it mean he saved it? Even had he done like a king, and he would have taken that Zairim and repaid against their will with the Adashim of the Plishtim, so he's paying it back. What does it mean Vayatzileha? Now that he didn't take the barley, that's a Vayatzileha. Even had he taken the barley, the owner still would have been reimbursed. What does it mean he saved? They would have gotten the money anyways. So the says, you're right. You're right. And out the dumb the money, you're right. That thing would have been reimbursed anyways. Vayatzileha just means as far as not even letting the swap take place in the first place, that's what it means Vayatzileha. But Bishle Mahani Tartu, numbers two and number three, the Tupsukim of Adashim and Sarim, either it's that the Plishtim are hiding in piles of both Sarim and Adashim, or the Gdala Mandamar that he wanted to make the swap, the, the pile of Sarim with the pile of Adashim. Elo Lamandamar Taman Be'esh, Kami Baile, the first Mandamar, that was the Shaila, so Ma'i Baile, Kroy. The way Rashi learns is not that the, why do you need the Tupsukim, why do you need any Psukim at all? Meaning Rashi's, the Rashi learns the Kasha is, what does it mean the Pasuk of Ayatzi Leha? The way Rashi explained the Taman Be'esh means that it already happened. His men already burned down the Gaddish of Yisrael and had Caleb inside of it. So it already burned down. What does it mean, Vayatzileh? He saved it. Amalach, you're right. Tamun v'chadam v'harachim v'bailah. Yeah, that mandarma who says that the Shiloh was Tamun v'eish, he's masking that there were two Shilohs. One of them was the Tamun v'eish, and the other one was one of these two, and that explains the Vayatzileh. These two, meaning either number two or three, where the Sanhedrin responded to him, but they said, but you're the king, so you can do whatever you want. So, as we mentioned, David didn't want to drink it, which is referring to, he said, for a non-Melech, it's also the Sanhedrin's telling me. So, I don't want to do it, I don't want to exercise that option as a king. That was the Shaila Samichti. They sent him back a halacha. What does it mean he didn't want to listen to that? They told him the psaq, so what didn't he, what didn't he like about it? And for the Gemara, the lawyer, Minu Mishmai, no, Avad, he accepted the Psaq, whatever the Psaq was. But what he did is, what it is, the Avodah Shtaisa means he didn't say it over in the name of those Shloy Shibibayim. Why? Because Amr, because David said, I have a Kabbalah from the Bezin of Shmuel. Somebody gives, puts himself into a Matzah, like here, they went into the enemy camp, to the Mach and pushed him. We don't say the Dvaralach in their name. Now the Pasik ends off, Vayasich Oysam Hashem, he poured the water out for Hashem. So Bishop Mahani Tarati, the last two, is Bishop Da'av Lashem Shemaim, because it was an Isser for everybody else, and for him, he's a king who could do it. So he did it Lashem Shemaim, that's Vayasich Oysam Hashem, and he was Machmer himself. Olamandam, Retomen Be'esh, 
And according to that, Madame, the loy of means that they just didn't say it in their name. So, what does the Pasuk meet want with that phrase? It means that he said it over as a Messiah, but he didn't say it in the name of those Gibarim, the same thing as you said before. Zakti Mishnah, offer gather if the Aish now passes over a fence, it's four Amas tall, or passes over a place where people walk, and Rashi tells us it's 16 Amas wide, or passes over a body of water, and then that fire does damage, Potter, the person who lit that fire is Potter because he's not considered someone that should have anticipated that it should have gone this far, and therefore when it does, he's Potter. The Rashi says, Fakir from the Mishnah, a four Amas fence, and the fire climbs over it, he's liable. Amr Papa, Zakr Papa, there's no machlekes. Everybody agrees that when the fence is four amas, it's pater. Rather, each one, the Mishnah and the Brisa, they taught their halacha as if it said the word ad, as follows. Tanadidan, our Mishnah, kachashim alamai lamati. He's going from top and going lower and lower. So, sheish amas pater, your wall is six amas, you're good. Chamesh amas pater, you're fine, you're good. Ad arba amas, ad arba means up until four amas, vi'ad bichlal, and including four amas, pater. He's going from bottom to top. It's too small. Meaning up until four amas and not bichlal. V'loyad bichlal is going to be chai. But once you hit four amas, you're going to be pate. So meaning, they both agree that as long as the fence is four amas tall, you're pate. The whole machlech in the mission of the price is just, do you say ad ve'ad bichlal or ad v'loyad bichlal? Even if the field is filled with thorns, which are very flammable. Now, there's a shiloh in the Rishonim. Which field are we referring to? The field where the, the fire is originating or the field on the other side of the wall? The girsa we have in Rashi, and it's a tali and girsa. Some change the girsa. But the girsa we have in Rashi is like those Rishonim that say we're talking about the field on the other side of the wall. So, even if the other side of the wall has things that are very flammable, so therefore you could say there's a swara that now the fire is going to continue to catch, still, that wall, that's four amas, is good enough. Amra Papa, he adds a chumra. It has to be that you measure from the top of the thorns and from above, that has to be the four amas. But if from the edge of those thorns in Lamaila is less than Dalan Amas, you're going to be chayiv for the fire that climbs over it. Even if you start measuring from the ground, it would be four amas. Nevertheless, if you measure from the thorns, it's less than four amas, already you're going to be chayiv. Amarav, Rav says a chumra. Loi shanu, this said it says pater. What are we referring to? Which case in the Mishnah? The Mishnah said three cases. It said gather. It said a derech and a nar. So the pashas of Rashi is going on the derech So you have this space where you don't have to anticipate that the fire is going to travel. So loi shanu that you're pater by that open space. Elo bekailachas, the type of flame which rises and it's straight up. Avo ben which Rashi explains is something that the wind forces down, it bends down and forces it to the sides and it breaks up the flame and it starts to jump and it's much more catchy than a few admeya amachayim. Even if it travels a hundred amas of clear space and then does damage, you're still going to be liable because such a fire, you have to anticipate that it's going to take a spread. Shmuel Amar, he's more lenient. Masnisa ben Chvefes, the Mishnah is talking about where it's this type of fire that catches easily and still, if it goes over a derech you're going to be pater. Avo bekailachas, a fire that's straight up. A few calls you, even if the thing that's blocking it is very small, Potter, that's also going to be fine. Tanakh was a derived of a brysa like Rav, that it's the Chumr. But Medavam, remember, we say that Derek Haravim is Potter when the fire passes over the Kalachas, the fire straight up of Ben Chvefes, which is a fire that spreads easily, the Eitzim Mitsuyula, and it can catch on. A few Ad Mea Mil Chayv, and here it says Ad Mea Mil, it's clear, there's no Shiloh, we're talking about in distance, not talking about a, a, a gather, we're talking about the Derek Haravim, here it's clear, this brysa, still you're going to be Chayv. Of Renar, Oy Shlulis, the brysa Firzais, if it passes over a river or a Shlulis, which is a type of body of water, the more explains what it is. Shehem Rechavim Chesa Amas Pater. As long as they're eight Amas wide, you're going to be Pater. 
So the Mishnah says, Derech Harabim, Man Tana, who is the Tana that says that if you have an open space of 16 Amas, that's already enough to say if the fire travels beyond it and does damage, you're going to be Pata. You don't have to anticipate that. Omer Rava, Rabbi Lezer, he, it's Rabbi Lezer coming up with the Mishnah, we're going to see on him a base by Zoshem de Tana. Rabbi Lezer, and then your Pata will see the other Sheetahs in the Mishnah. Oy Nahar, the Mishnah said, a river. Rava, Menarmah, which means literally a river. Shmuel Amar, Arisa Deloy, doesn't mean a river. It means an irrigation ditch, which is much smaller. So Manda Amar, Narmah, Rav says it means literally a river. It means Afagadalekamaya. A river does not need to have water in it. And Tyson explains that even though by the Shusarabim, that obviously doesn't have any water in it, we need 16 amas of width. Here, even without any water, it's still enough with 8 amas, Tyson says, as far, because first of all, the river is very deep, so even though it has no water, it's still deep. Number two, even though there's no water in it right now, it's dry, but since it has a constant steady flow of cold water, so it has a certain coolness to it, so that prevents the fire from spreading. So when a Nar Mamish, even if right now it's currently dry, 8 amas is good enough. Well, Mandam, Arisa, Deloitte, but Shmuel said that it's talking about Azat irrigation ditch, so yes, in, only if it has water. And if it passes over this empty irrigation ditch and it does damage, you're going to be chayed. So now what's this shlulish? The following things, when they're running through your field, separate it and make it as if it's two fields, and now you have to give a payer for each field. Hanachal, the hashlulis, running through the field, v'aderech hayacha, that's four amas wide, v'aderech harabim, my shlulis, amar v'ilam r'shmol, makam shamei g'shamim shalulin, it's where they have a place where they gather the rainwater. Where the rainwater gathers. No, it's a regular stream, and it's called a shawl because it's, it gives over its water over onto its sides, and then they irrigate their fields with it. That even a place that just they use to gather rainwater already, that's mafsik for peya, and it makes it two separate fields. Certainly, that's a bigger half For sure, it's going to make it two fields. Each one needs its own peya. If it's just something that you have a place where you collect rainwater, that doesn't make it into two fields. We can call them the bowls of the land. I mean, we don't look at it as something that separates it. It's just a regular piece of land, one big piece of land, and it has different pools of water. If a person lights a fire in his Rishosh, how much open space does the, does the fire have to spread and pass over to the point where now you'll be potter? How big is that distance where you could say that much of a distance you didn't have to anticipate, and if it indeed does travel that far, you're part of any damage it does. He's standing in the middle of a base core. A core is a lotion of a volume. Core is 30 so. So it's also volume. So whenever we put the word base in front of it, we mean an area. What we mean is, is the size of land that you could plant a core's worth of seeds. How much is that? That's approximately 274 amas by 274 amas. So if you're standing in the middle of it, it means you have an empty space of 137 amas going, and if the fire travels that distance and then it damages, then it'll be part of it. Anything less will still be high. Rebbe Leazar Oimer, Tezayin Amas, 16 Amas is already enough. Kedai Chorosh Hasaram, like we had on the Manal. Rebbe Kiva Oimer, 50 Amas. Shimon Oimer, there's no share. Shalom Yishalom Mavar Sabeiru, means Hakolofi Hadleika, which the Gemara understands now means you always have to pay no matter what. If it burnt it, you are high. It doesn't make a difference how far it travels. In fact, the Gemara, the Shimon Shiru Hadleika, is that true? Shimon holds there's no limit, no matter how far it travels. There's a mission of Baba Basu that says, Liyamad Adam Tanah Basachabais. Rashi explains that the people in the city are allowed to be ma'ak of a person from putting an oven into his house unless he has the following condition because they're afraid it might catch fire and then it's going to destroy a lot of their property. This has to be an ear space before the roof of at least four amas of ventilation. If he's on the top floor, underneath that floor has to have a thickness of three tvachim. Ubekira, which is a range and not as hot as a tanner. Tafach, it's enough with a, a, a floor of tafach thick. Meaning, these shiurim are just that the Bnei Ir can no longer be ma'akeh, but if it 
goes in damages, he still has to pay for the damages. They just can't be ma'akib. Reb Shimon, I mean, no. And therefore, we see that Reb Shimon's mighty, that there is an amount of space that we say from that point on, that you, shouldn't have, you don't have to anticipate that the fire is going to spread. And if it does, you're going to be potter. So how come the Mishnah says, no matter how far it spreads, you're going to be chai? So Zakim, we have to change our understanding of Reb Shimon. It means you look at the size of that fire. If the, if the fire is very high and very big, then it has the potential to travel very, very far. So Zakim Shimon, it's not totally an exact number of amount of space. Rather, in each scenario, you have to look at the type of fire it is and then make a judgment. A person lights somebody else's pile of grain. Hidden inside of it, and they were burnt. As we learned, because they hold your potter on You have to pay back either a pile of chitin if it was chitin, and if it was earned, you pay back bar. The other one will discuss this a bit more. Let's say there was an animal that was tied to the pile, not tied, but near it. Both the gidi and the eved are burned by the fire and they're killed. You are chayev on the gidi because, as Rashi reminds us, that bali chayim were also included in the mazik of Eish from the pasuk of oyakama. that you can't pater because there is no chiv misa on the eved because since he wasn't tied, he should have ran away and therefore not only you pater from his misa that eved knani you pater from paying anything at all. However, continues the mishnah eved kafas if the eved's tied to it v'gidi samach and the gidi is only samachlai, we'll see soon why it said samachlai versus tied to it, v'nisravim, and they both get burned, tater, even on the gedi and on the gadish, because already now, yechai misa on the evet, even though he's another kanani, still there's a pasuk and parashat nashpatim, nakim yinakim, so there's a kamli with the and even if there was no hasra, so there's not actual misa's bezin, still, as we learned earlier in the mesechtim, we had exuvus lamadalit, the ton of the bichiske, that chai misa shaykin are pater. Now, zakrashi, by the gedi, really it makes no difference whether it's tied or not tied, because there's no svar of hayla levrech by a gedi, it doesn't have that seichel. The reason we talked about kafas versus samach is because it's by Evans, so we said it by Gedi also. Or says Rashi, a different opinion. Know that by Gedi also, it's Dafka that it said Samach. And the way you read it is, is the Vav is not an and, it's an Or. It's Haya Evid Kafaslai, and then Vigdi is Or. Or a case where it's just the Gedi, there's no Evid in the picture. There's just the Gedi, and the Gedi is Samachlai, but not tied, then there you'll also be Pater on the Gedi, because we do say Haya Levrech, even by an animal. So Rashi's bringing two opinions. Do we say by all living things that Haya Levrech, or is that only by an Adam? The Mishnah continues in Baitim Chamler of Yehuda, they're masking to him, the Madlik es when you light the beer, Rashi's beer is a Migdal Gadol, like a structure, we'll refer to it as a house. You light somebody's house, which is, means that it was not in your Rishos. The implication is you went into Yenem's Rishos and you lit something in his Rishos, and that's what caught the house on fire. There, Shuhumashalim Kamashabazach, the Rabbanon are Moidit to Yehuda, that you pay for everything, even that which is Tumman inside that structure. She came there, and now the Mishnah precise with the reason. The reason is she came there, because it's normal for people to put these types of kalim in a house, and therefore it's something that you should anticipate that the person put there, and that's why you're chayav on those kalim. The Gemara is going to explain this last line of the Mishnah. The machlek is is only when you light it in your rishos, and then it goes into Yenem's rishos, which is that pasuk of chitzetzeish. It goes out from you and goes to Yenem. The Rebbeuda mechayav and esketam aveish. He holds your chayav. Rabbanu patu. But if you do it in your Yanam's Rishos, where you don't have, excuse me, you don't have any permission to go in there, and Rashi says now it's like a Ma'abid Biyadayim, where it's no longer looked at as H. 
And now there is not going to be any any p'tur of Taman. Now, the way Toysus learns this is that Avada, when it's Mazak B'Sayi it's also the Zalba Mazak of Eish. It's just not the Eish that has the p'tur of Taman. Because the p'tur of Taman is not from the Pasuk. It says, Kisei Tzei Eish, when it goes from Yerushos to Yanam Zushos. Mashiach, when you light it in Yanam Zushos, Hagam, it's the Zalba Eish, Zalba Mazak of Eish, you won't have the p'tur of, of Taman. But Rashi makes it sound, the discussion in that frame, what exactly Rashi means. Rashi makes it sound like it's no longer Eish. It's a Ma'abid B'yadayim. That's why you lose the dispensation of Taman. Or some Achenim want to say that, no, Rashi means Eish, but it's a, to- it's a type of Eish. It's a more Chamerdik Eish, and it doesn't have that Petur of Taman. But the point is that when you're Madak Maseh Shachavere, that doesn't have the dispensation of Taman. So therefore, Zakhar of Kahana, if it's Madak Maseh Shachavere, you pay for everything, even if it's something which is not the derech to be Taman. Like, for example, let's say a, an Arniki, a, a, a wallet of money that's hidden inside the Gadish. That's, not, that's unusual. Nevertheless, Zakhar of Kahana, if it's Madak Maseh Shachavere, then even the Rabban and Master Mikhail and everything, even on something which is not normal to be Taman. Amalei Ravi, Ihachi, if that's true, at the time he's safer. Which Madak Zabir again is when you were Madak Besaik Shahabir, you went into Yadam Zushus, Shemashan Kamash Besaikha. Now, even though you are Madak Besai Shahabir, still, what did the Mishnah for us? The Mishnah for us for the reason. It said the reason is Shakin Derech bin Adam Maniach Mabatan. There's a swar, because there's a, the people put their Kalim inside the house, which implies that only an Arniki in the house, you be high. But an Arniki in the Gadish, that not, because it's not the Derek to do it. According to you, Rav Kahana, we can make the Chilik in the Gadish itself. But Madam, when are you potter by the Taman, the Madak Besai Shahabir? In your Rishos, and a and everything, even things that's not the direct to put it there, and in the beer where it's normal to put things there. And therefore, Zabdrava, the fact that the Rabbanon gave a reason that it's the derech to put, put Kalim inside a house, that implies that even where it's not nothing to do with age, like a madach b'sayi still, we need that it should be the derech to, put, to, to hide things there. And if not, you're going to be potter, since you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have had to anticipate that it's going to be there. So it comes out, Zabdrava, that besides there's a machlekes of Tom and Be'esh in, in our Mishnah, there seems to be another machlekes that doesn't really have anything to do with the specific mazik of age, and that is, do you have to... You have to anticipate that the thing will be there, or even if it's something that you don't anticipate, still you're going to be chayiv. So There must be two independent machlekes in here. That's the regular case of Tom. And they're going to patter even the kenim that it's the derech to have in the Gaddish. Because that's exactly the cost of the Talmud be'esh is potter. Doesn't make a difference what type of keli it is. Rabbi says you're going to be chayiv on that Talmud, and doesn't make a difference what type of keli, even if it's something that's not the derech, you're going to be chayiv. The second machlekes is upligi nami b'madik b'shal chaveri. That's already a ma'abid b'yadayim. Therefore, you lose the the, the dispensation of tamar. The biyudus savar mishalim kol mashabusachi. Anything inside the gadish, rafilo arniki, even the arniki which is filled with money, and it's not the derech to put there. Rabbanon sarvi kelim shadargon hatim b'gadish going meridian like threshing boards with clay bucker, the gear that you use for your cattle. Who the mishalim? Because that's something you should have anticipated. Kelim shein dargon hatim b'gadish like an arniki lay mishalim because that's not something that you should have anticipated. So there's a second machlekes independent of the machlekes of tamar. So we'll pause there. So today we learn that in the Mulchama with the Plishtim, the Pasuk says by David HaMelech, Miyashkini mayim mibar beislecham ashir b'shar. The Gemara understands it to me that David sent a shayla to the Sanhedrin. One of three ways. Either the shayla was tamu be'ish, or ma'olahatzal atzim b'mom mechaveri, or can you take someone's thing without telling him with the condition, with the intent to repay. Lamaskani, even the man who holds that the shayla was tamu be'ish, he agrees that there was a second shayla, one of these last two. Kalamaiser atzmai lamas adiritayr is ein ayman dvar halacha mishmai. If a fire crosses over a gather that's four amas tall, your potter, even if the field is filled with thorns, as long as the four amas is measured from the edge of those thorns and up. 
If it passes over an open space, either 60 amas, 50 amas, or half a base square, you'll be potter. According to Rav, it's only if the flame is kalachas. But if it's nechfefes and there's no share, and there's a tan, there's a brisa like Rav. According to Rav Shimon, even if it's a kalachas, it's a kolofil goyva hadleka, and the more it passes like Rav Shimon. Finally, if somebody is madlik besaych shaloi, and then it goes into his friend's field, according to the abundant, you're potter on the talmud, even if it's something that it's the derech to be matman. According to Rav Yehuda, you're chayiv, even if it's something that's not the derech to be matman. If you're madlik besaych shalchaveri, according to Rav Kahana, everybody holds your chayiv on everything. According to Rava, according to the abundant, you're only chayiv on something which is the derech to be matman. But an arniki and the goddess, that not.